from Points Across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland edition for the week of December 6, 2012. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Wayne heads down the freeway to Knott's Merry Farm, and the Disneyland team will be joined by Disboards.com moderator Sherry Eady to talk about Christmas at the Disneyland Resort, including your calls. All that plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Disboards.com Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hey! I hope everyone Hello. had a great Hark Thanksgiving. Bells, sweet oh. Disney bells. We're skipping Thanksgiving all the way to Christmas. That's right. Yay! <laughs> Deck the malls with walls of money. What? There you go. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Disney dollars. Disney dollars, nice. I trust everyone had a nice holiday. Very nice. Very. In Disneyland. Of course, course you'd be in Disneyland. Hell yeah, no. How can it not be oh. a great day? At Disney. Well, so how are the crowds at Dis- on, on Thanksgiving Day? Thanksgiving no, Day was low. Yeah. No fair anticipating my housekeeping. There. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Darn. Okay. Never mind. Oh, who snorted? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll wait till Wayne's rapid fire, then I'll tell you. <laughs> but we had a nice lunch at Carthay, which was really nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Lunch at Carthay is always really nice. Yeah, exactly. I have yet to be there. Oh, hey, I nor have I. Some. Wayne, I, I haven't been find, yet either. I have you to have? find some friends to go with. I don't want to go by myself. When you come into town, and if you guys could get together, come into town, let's all go to Carthay Circle. See, that sounds fun. I did oh. peek in the bar. The bar was amazingly small. You should have had sushi in the bar. You really? Can you can get in sushi in the bar? Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! And bar, the bar is a totally different menu from the upstairs restaurant. Mm. Corey and I like, spent like four to six hours in that bar. <laughs> that's <laughs> poor Corey. I, I'm not surprised. Just uh, no, <laughs> nice. I did. It was more of a paperwork see. kind of day. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I did see the little gingerbread house they have in the entryway. Yes. Of, Isn't that of cute? Part- that is very cute. Little Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs mm-hmm. gingerbread house. Oh, when my blog comes out this week, there'll be a picture. I'm glad that we're doing gingerbread houses. We don't do enough of those at our park. Speaking of gingerbread houses, housekeeping-wise, there's that lovely blog I did on the Halloween one. Well, the Christmas gingerbread houses are starting up at Ralph Brennan's again. Awesome. com, And bring extra candy with you. That's all i got to say. Nice. There is tons of housekeeping this week because we were, were all in the parks these last couple weeks. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yes, Weez was. Weez was. <laughs> um, let me run through a couple, then I'll give everybody else a chance. Ramon's um, body, House of Body Art, House of Art, mm-hmm. but yeah, whatever, has expanded into the old Fast Pass location, or the little location that was supposed to be the Fast Pass location for Radio Springs Racers. So there is a new little shop there just off of the entrance to Radio Springs Racers. Well, Looks is it good. a new shop or is it an expansion of Ramones? It 
It's kind of a separate area, but there's a door that goes into Ramon, the back door of Ramon's. It's like an annex. Yes, yeah. And they've got some interesting new merchandise in there, too, which is more local stuff. I think one of the things that people really wanted was, or that people liked, was the fact that at Cars Land, the merchandise is Cars Land. It's not a generic park. Right, exactly. Type, right? Except in Lizzie's. Yeah, Lizzie's has a generic Disney Resort, Disneyland Resort. Yeah, but I remember seeing a lot of stuff about Route 66 and the stuff that was Cars Land related there, too. So you just think she has more variety? No, she has some generic DCA merchandise, too, I think, in there. Okay. Come on, guys. they got to be able to sell something generic. Well, you know. Um, other thing, another thing I saw, Casey Jr. Circus Train is back open. Yay. With, with, I love that ride. With its new safety features. No. They've expanded the bridge, which is not really noticeable, but they've also added a fence on the bridge. And a cast member holds your hand while you ride one at a time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sitting Precisely. next to you thinking, saying, yeah. I think I can, I think I can. Um, <laughs> but it... In my opinion, the fence is well done. It's very, very thin metal. You don't really notice it. It's not. So it doesn't take away from the. From it doesn't the, take away from. It's it's not. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. So. Yay. Begging the yeah. question: If mm-hmm. we really wanted to reinvent the People Mover, couldn't we put the same kind of little walkway fence all along that track and bring that ride back? I, I don't think the because I think you have to be able to walk. You wouldn't be able to get out of the cars because the the fence the, the the track's not wide enough. That's what I'm saying. Build a yeah. walkway. Yeah, you'd it, have to. Yeah, you you'd know, have to a la a la Disney World style, just yeah. not that huge. Oh, like yeah. a catwalk. Like a catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. It is possible we have the technology. <laughs> we do have it. And people are always clamoring for to get that attraction back. It's just a Attention shame. Attention, Imagineers, we mm-hmm. want the people mover back. I know, Nancy. I so, I so okay, totally well, agree with you. We, but Maybe maybe this well, will help. I will go with my pass. I won't go on any other rides. I'll just ride that, get off, go on, and promise to buy, what, three meals? And that's just I'll spend all my time there. If all of us agree to do that, and we offer we'll offer to buy souvenirs each time, and and uh, and food, well then it, it's worth it. Exactly. I'm there. Nice. nice. Mm. Um, one other, well, not one other, but next one. <laughs> <laughs> going back to Black Friday. Going back to Black Friday. On the way to the Disneyland Resort, we stopped at the Character Depot that Tony has been talking about. And I got some great news for y'all. They offer annual pass holder discounts. Yay! Really? That is really nice. That's know, my that's reaction. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when Tom told me that, I said the same thing. I did exactly same inflection, everything. Really? Twenty percent no, for premium annual pass holders, and ten percent for any other annual pass holders. But did you find anything good? Um, we got some generic baseball shirts for my son that were like two bucks a piece. Oh, wow. And I got a Black Friday special Pirates of the Caribbean shirt that I'll probably never wear for $5, I think. Which I'll never wear? Yeah, because it's like that thin material, but it was $5, so I bought it anyway. That's that's what a woman would do, Tom. (laughs) Well, my wife was with me and encouraged me because she was was buying a $20 figurine, so... (laughs) I want to talk about one other thing. 
Well, not maybe. Why do I keep saying one other? Because I have one. a list of like five, nine. Five. I know, and I'd like to know what these five are because I have. I, we're all going to add things if you don't talk about them. I know. So. Um, let's talk about the lines, Tony. Lines. Okay. Lines. We t- we talked a couple shows ago about the separate lines that they were using for four and five day pass holders. Or, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four and five day park hopper holders, where they had separate lines for a while. At well, the turnstiles. At the turnstiles. Well, they no longer have those separate lines, but they are still requiring three, four, and five-day park hopper holders to show ID each time they go in and out, go into the park. Hey, Tom. Yeah. Uh, when I I, I got Nick a two-day park hopper, and then I also yeah Nick a two-day park hopper. He okay. had to show ID and and each they time? his name on that each mm-hmm. time. All two days. It is creating chaos at the tame spells. That's that's all I got wow, to say well, about. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to say chaos. Like okay. Yeah, throwing yeah, chairs. Yeah, a little hyperbole. Throwing <laughs> chairs and, and you know protesting with placards. It and is stuff. causing delays. However, it is causing delay because the problem is you go up there and that's what I know. It's like, hey Tom, why? There's four people in front of me. Why am I just not moving? Because usually it's like, oh, get into this quick line, get in and get out. And yeah, and you can't you uh, can't so judge this, anymore. You can't. That's kind. That's of, annoying. Yeah. It's annoying for us pass holes. We need our own entrance. Tony. Yes. <laughs> no, I've heard that cast members call pass holders. I, I know, I know, but I'm like, oh my gosh, you went I don't there. Care. Yeah, I went there because I want to get in. I Chihuahua. Go on my one ride and get my one drink <laughs> and <just> go home. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? You, since we're going to start talking about that. With Tom and I was there, were there with and Andrew and Andrew's with me, and we're going and we're deciding for lunch. And I went, I can't remember the last time I'd eaten in the park because I've become such the go in the morning, leave at eleven, and get lunch out. It was. I realized how much of one of those kind of people I've did become. We, and we still didn't eat in the park, did we? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, did no. no uh, one of the things Tony and I saw was. The change in the stroller parking in oh, front yeah. of Pirates. Has anybody seen this? Where they're using all of the, basically the seating for Fantasmic yes. for stroller oh. parking during the day. Yeah, yeah. That that actually started quite some time ago. And okay. honestly, I love it. Because, sorry folks, this prevents folks from coming in at noon with their blankets and trying to take phantasmic seating that part for I, a 9 o'clock show. That part so I you lo- mean ahead, what I had just referred to myself as one of them. <laughs> sorry. I, I know. Well, I'm glad I did it once because I was about to start doing it again. What's interesting <laughs> with what you said is when Tom and I saw it, I went, it doesn't help traffic flow at all. And, no. it, and it ruins the aesthetics of the rivers of America. No question. No question. Asked, so, so did a patchwork of little blankets and towels <laughs> that were all over that entire area at about 2 in the afternoon. I, you are you know, I, I have to agree with Wayne. I think it's ridiculous that people stake out their spots starting at 5 p.m. or earlier um, to watch Fantasmic. It's so unnecessary, and I don't know how the mentality got started that you have to wait so long that people just can't wait until, let's say, 7 before they, they're allowed to start saving places for that. They would enjoy the park so much more if they could do other things. You know what? I don't right now, blame the guests on this one. I blame Disney Security for allowing it. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 saw, I saw almost a fist fight break out mm. over this very subject 
from a traveler and someone who was obviously, you know, knew the game and was there, you know, to claim their spot. And Disney security basically said, we don't, we don't do anything about this. What's interesting was I, when I, ta- I talked to Tom and I said, hey, you can't say it here for Fantasmic. Do you think that was, they did that on purpose? And he kind of gave me the sly eyebrow raised. So the question is, do you think they did that for that reason? Was it really about uh, stroller parking, or was it really about stopping people from sitting early for well, Are are the strollers uh, along the whole the breadth of the of the railing pra- to watch Fantasmic? Practically, pretty much. There's there's, yeah. there's one row of strollers at the railing. There's an aisleway, and then there's two more rows rows of strollers down the center of the. Isn't that about how it is? Something yeah, like that. yeah. My if take is. Sorry, Tony, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. My take is that they didn't do this to stop the phantasmic seat holding, but it's an interesting aspect of it. What was happening was we all know that right there at the exit of Adventureland, all you have is the bridge that goes over the top of the queue line right in front of the pirate's entrance and that little down walkway that's right beside Riverbell Terrace. Well, that's a horrible traffic jam area, and that's where they were previously parking strollers, and it made it impossible to negotiate. So they had to find another area to park strollers. Poor Indiana was already packed anyway with all the strollers between Indiana and Jungle Cruise. So they, I think, I think they were forced into using that area. It seemed like there were a lot more strollers there than there were ever in front of Riverbell Terrace. That's what I thought. I completely agree. I don't know where all of those are coming from unless they're taking all the attractions in that area, be it the riverboat or or where they were before anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I I agree, Tom. It it absolutely kills the look of the river in both directions. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at you look at the square from the boat, and all you see is just you yeah. know all these yeah. strollers and stuff. Well, you, also, if I maybe if we should just gonna... outlaw strollers. Yes, and children. Oh, yeah, that's children. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, because I want to ride uh, Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is not a lie. My parents actually told me that children were not allowed in Disneyland because we're not old enough to appreciate it. Oh, I'm sorry. That is a hundred percent truth. When I first went to Disneyland, I was shocked that there were folks under eight there. I would have been so outraged at my parents. Well, and you got them back because now look, you're doing a podcast. That's right. <laughs> Of course, my mom's retort today: "Oh, we never told you that, right?" Like, sure. And yeah. for every, all those other parents, it's Tony at WDW. Yeah, there you go. I'm a I'm a teacher. I don't want to out. Well, okay, that's probably not a, a support of my case that I don't want to out. I was making a joke, but I'm wondering if the people with strollers just figure, well, since it's it's much easier to get your stroller now in that location, well, now I can go on. Haunted Mansion, and I can go down not that far. I can carry my cover, kid if I need whole, to. Cover the whole area. Yeah, cover that whole area. I don't know. And but. see, that would be fine. I, I have no problem with that if that's what the real goal there is. It would have been nicer if we had a more out-of-the-way area for them, but we all know we're limited in space, yeah. especially in that part of the park. Is, is there did, any creative way we could fix the stroller issue other than, like, like I don't remember paying attention 
But now it seems they're everywhere. I don't know. Maybe because I used to have a stroller, so I didn't care. But I'm just wondering if there was, if this is there some other way they could help with the stroller parking. Underground spaces. stroller parking. There we go. <laughs> Throw them down with those light poles. Exactly. Right in the pit. <laughs> Uh, we walked by the other day, and Wes was looking at, was trying to look into the into the pits, and the guy's like, "Keep moving, nothing to see here, nothing to see here." Oh, okay. <laughs> have, have you ever looked down that hole? Especially no, he said, he said not one, to look. <laughs> but have you? Have, no. have you gotten a view down there? No. That that is a good size drop. I mean, it's you see be. the you see the size of the towers, and yeah. admittedly, they collapse a little bit as they're going up in the air and down. But that is a good that that is probably see I should know this but I'm going to have to guess I would say it's at least a thirty foot drop from sidewalk level down to the bottom of that pit it might even be higher than that there is a lot of infrastructure underneath that whole area to support Fantasmic wow I'd love a I'd love a backstage yeah, tour exactly. of that little facility I don't think I want to go down there. That's like going down in the Hoover Dam or something like that. No, Ew, I no I've you. done that, and that was interesting. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see the whole backstage area for Fantasmic. Well now, well, now that we're talking about Fantasmic, I remember once eating at Hungry Bear, and I don't remember what time. Was it early afternoon or early evening? And you saw all the workers right. going back there with their lunch pails to take their oh. raft over, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking... Yeah, I guess they got to bring their lunch over with them too. Like they're there until yeah. the show's over. It was kind of, yeah. not to ruin the magic, but it, it was kind of interesting. I'm going so, to piggyback on that one, Tony. I I did not take my own advice the last time I was there, <laughs> and I wound up waiting for dinner until you know it was close to nine o'clock, which we know is pretty much closing time yeah. for most of the good quality restaurants and stuff there and this week the crowds were impressive and <laughs> I, I like that word okay <laughs> we'll talk about this at length later and uh i just didn't want to hang in line that long and then i remembered tony talking about the new menu at hungry bear and i went over to hungry bear at just about their closing time, it was about 8.30, there was nobody over there. And this was a day when the park was at capacity. There was nobody at Hungry Bear. Now, Fantasmic was about ready to start, and all the other activities were going on for Christmas. But, traveler tip, if you want just something, and I found good something. They, they have a nice little menu over there for mm-hmm. a, I need, I need a something, and... Sit down and watch all the activities of Fantasmic loading loading the little barges and everything. It's fun. I've done that. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Excellent. So standing over there, but yeah, standing over by the canoes too, watching them. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Um, bad news: the Adventures by Disney tour that Tony and I took, the Lights, Camera, Magic tour, is being discontinued. The wow, that tour. was fast. Yeah. No, no, it's been going a year or so, but anyway. That's fast. Yeah, January 18th is the final tour, so if you're booked before that, you still get to go. If you were booked after that, you've probably by now received an email saying that your tour is being canceled. So Must did, not did have been very re- successful. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. 
because I mean they've they've they did they, they didn't see well, I don't know I mean because didn't didn't the our tour guide say that they've canceled some Tony yeah yeah that they, yeah, they did yeah, that, so anyway but the good news this is kind of housekeeping from the Orlando podcast but I'm going to use it anyway. Megabus is coming to Los Angeles. Whoa. Megabus is the $1, starting at $1 bus trip, bus t- tickets, and they are coming to Union Station. You can, for starting at $1, take a trip to Las Vegas, Oakland, San Jose, or San Francisco. I have heard this. I have heard this in my area. For just a dollar? So starting at a just a dollar, the rates go up as the tickets sell. But so, so I want you to know, starting on the next podcast, I will always be recording from Las Vegas. Nice. <laughs> well, no, no, or you, can, or, you, or you can record from the bus because the buses have Wi-Fi. Oh, wow, that's a good setup. Yeah, if it's a dollar, I might be going to Vegas a lot more. So that's something to look into if you want to extend your Disneyland vacation with the trip to the Walt Disney Family Museum. Nice. Or Vegas. Or Vegas. <laughs> Trying to keep it Disney, but okay, or Vegas. Okay, for the dads that don't like Disney that are not listening to this podcast, but if they're Blasphemy, South Tony. Are, and I, I'm just, I, there's, there's other kinds of people in the world, you know. Then okay, uh, no, their friends or their spouse or their daughter or their sons listening to the podcast, and dad doesn't want to go because it's mostly the dads that don't like. I'm not that because I'm on a podcast. Anyways, okay, or the mom. I don't be sexist. So then they drop them off at eight a.m. At, at the Amtrak station. Take your Amtrak to Union Station. <laughs> to Union Station. Get to Vegas. You come back by midnight. <laughs> I don't know if it works that well. But, you know. I don't know if it works that well either. But yeah. I, my you dream to- of. <laughs> Just a day trip to Vegas. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm I'm hugging the the housekeeping. Anybody else have housekeeping? We'll get one I or do. two. Okay, okay, Wayne. I'll go after you. Go ahead, Wayne. I have a major tip Uh-oh. for those of us who travel to Disneyland, and by that I mean me. Those of us who don't live in the Disney-defined Southern California areas. Me, so, okay. Like for all of you Southern California Select Pass holders, Closure. I think I hear the phone ringing. Yeah, uh, nice. The washer needs checking. The lights are on in this the garage. This is just for me, okay. Exactly. Okay, y'all gone now? Okay, it's only us travelers now, right? Okay, major tip, guys. When you're doing your trip planning to Disneyland... Do yourself a favor. Go online. Go to the annual passport section of the Disneyland site and see if your travel days are blocked out for Southern California select (laughs) passports, especially during peak holiday seasons. Like Thanksgiving? Like the week of Thanksgiving. (laughs) I have never seen such crowds so are you Monday, saying, Tuesday, so, and Wednesday okay. of Thanksgiving week when no passes were blocked. Uh-huh. And that was it, because from what I understand, well, uh, Friday was a bit better, albeit crowded for the Ooh, holidays. No, Friday, was, but, Friday was bad. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were capacity yeah. at both parks all three days. 
Wow. And it the, was the week nutsy. before Thanksgiving. The no, the week Monday, of Thanksgiving. Tuesday, Wednesday, okay. yeah. before Thanksgiving Day, Thursday. Wow. And it was it was because there were no pass holder blackouts. And everyone and their uncle was there and their Re- kids. Remember how you talked about the 5 o'clock peak? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen on Thursday. Thurs- and, and Thursday, it, it was it was slower and slower and slower as the day went on. Interesting. Yeah. And that, that was the one day of the week I wasn't there. Oh, it was um, wonderful. You should have been there. Well, you could have gone to You could have gone to Carte Circle with us for lunch. I had other places to be on Thursday. I think I'll talk about that in another segment. Okay, cool. But yeah, um, the, seriously though, folks, if if you're concerned about crowds and you're doing your trip planning, one of the things to check on is just go over to the Disneyland site, go to the annual pass holders, look at the calendar. It'll tell you right there which passports are blocked out for any particular day. And if the Southern California California passports are not blocked, you may want to rethink think your travel dates. Good point. That was number one. Can I do or just find two? something else to do one of those days? Well, yeah, yeah. And, gee, there are lots of things that are available from your home base of Disneyland. Like, That's right. On the did I do good? Yes, <laughs> you did, www.disunplugged.com. Thank you. What else you got, Wayne? Just, just I, I, um, I wanted to throw in. We've mentioned this, um, I think, a couple of times, but there's a cute little show in California Adventure, right at World of Color in the daytime, okay. called Instant Concert. <laughs> just add water. Right. This is the cutest little show. I and and they're all different. This was this was the thing I really wanted to confirm. This trip was every show is different. Different music, different fountain formations, whatever. And it's just, well, Goofy gets up there and he pretends to conduct the fountains. It's a little five-minute show. There's plenty of viewing area. And it's just the water fountain. And it's great. It's it's just animated water, the way water fountain shows should, (laughs) in my opinion. The way the ones at Knott's Berry Farm used to be. The real ones. Really we great. On a, uh, I, I just want to say we were on Mickey's Fun Wheel, and mm-hmm. we saw the show from the top. And it was so cool to see Goofy down below conducting. And that, that water shoots fun. up high. Yeah, it was really cool. Yes, it I, I'm not one of those people afraid of, the, of that. I think that was <laughs> those, <really> um, <laughs> those Those center geysers go up 150 feet. Yeah. They, were, they were tall. They were high. Yeah. Very cool. That would be my housekeeping. Thank you. Mary Jo, what you got? Um, I just wanted to say, hopefully people are booking through Dreams Unlimited Travel. I used to be a travel agent for for that company, and um, I know how hard everybody works and, and how much they care about their clients. But I wanted to say that when you are planning your trips for Disneyland, the Diz has a wealth of information on it that is... Every, every time I, I check the date, the data, it's up to date. It has a lot of planning information, a lot of tips about the parks, and the forums themselves have uh, these super threads about different things happening at the parks that I think that if people aren't looking at the DIS and at our forums, they should be because they'll be learning a lot. 
And we should mention that Dreams Unlimited Travel is... We have a financial relationship with Dreams Unlimited Travel as the Diz and Dreams Unlimited Travel share a owner. Is that the correct way to put it? I think so. Yeah. 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 But he didn't tell me to say that. I'm just... The, I, I say that from the heart. They really are a good company. Yeah. Um, anybody else have housekeeping? Can we talk about the uh, Holiday Village? The oh, lack God. thereof? <laughs> yeah. What? They didn't put it up? It's there. Wait, wait. Wait, it. it you know, it. you're giving them a lot of credit by referring to it as an it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You take this I one, Tony. Through, yeah, I walked through, and it reminded me of, like, you know, when the Super Bowl happens, and in a grocery store, Bud Light puts up their, like, gold posts <laughs> of beer, and it's, like, the Super Bowl section. That's it was sad. like nothing. I'm sorry. Okay, yes, they had the ice skating. But it was just like three kiosks to buy stuff and a little, like, what do you call it? Credenza? What's the thing you walk under that's a little, like, with the curvy sign? They shouldn't have called it Holiday Village. Oh, that's it, all I'm saying. Yeah, they, it's they oversold embarrassment. It. Yeah. That's why I made the joke of it. Yes, it's don't call it Holiday Village. People would have liked it. Oh, look at these cute little holiday kiosks. But to have a little entrance... Called Holiday Village, as if you guys could see my hands, I'm making the little curve of the t- of the title. It works in my head. Um, oh, like an arch or like an arbor yeah. or something that you. Yes, there we go. An arch, a nice arch, like oh, and then you go and oh, what do you want to buy? I don't know. I just, I just thought it was fun because Tom goes, "Hey, did you see the Holiday Village?" And I go, <laughs> "Oh, we just walked under it, really." Yeah. Oh, I was going straight to Earl a sandwich. I didn't realize this was a village. We were supposed to stop and get our check, have our passports checked. Oh, yeah. I was envisioning like Christmas trees there and just this. Should be. For, right? for all like the a, hype that's been around it, it should be. If you're going to call it a village, if they were like fenced it off, like you said, with Christmas trees and. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I'm just. I'm bitter. <laughs> but so I just want to say don't, don't come out just to see the air quotes holiday village. Nancy, when you, the girl, when you took the girls there and they were ice skating, was that. Um, <clears throat> I didn't notice there. any kind of holiday village. Maybe that's the <laughs> point. Okay, Amazing good. So I was afraid. Yeah, there you go. You didn't even know. I, I'm not sure did. if it was actually set up, but I don't remember any kind of archway. Nothing. Oh, really? The only thing missing between you not remembering and now is there is an archway. <laughs> <laughs> and since we're going, I might as well go off. Let's make this the longest. I've had a pet peeve. Ever. Yes. Yes, I've had a pet peeve since the beginning of this. Establishment opening for someone who wants to check the ball game scores. The front video screen oh. for the ESPN zone is yeah. the worst screen in the history of screens because you can't read the score. Like, <laughs> I just want to walk by and go, oh, what's the score of the game? Whatever, if it's a big game or you literally, because of the way the light, and you could probably help us out with this, Wayne, it's not an HD screen. It's <laughs> like the little light bulbs or whatever, and you literally have no idea what you can't read anything. It's like it's like the screen at a football game that they use for to say go team go or you know, yeah. Yeah. It's a, ma- it's a matrix screen and yeah. it's facing the sun. Oh, it's awful. And I was like hey, cuz it was at the time I was there we were there Friday on a Friday night and UCLA and Stanford were playing for the Pac-12 championship. I know I've lost a lot of listeners, <laughs> but um <laughs> but I Not wanted to see the football, football, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I wanted to see the score. And I'm like, really? I got to walk inside. I had to walk inside. You had to, to, you had to buy a drink to see the score. Well, yeah, I know. Maybe, I okay, and in Florida, you walk by it and you see it all the time. I mean, you can actually, you know, get useful information off their marquee. Then again, I could see why 
you wouldn't want someone like me who now who can now no longer put their blanket down at 2 p.m. to sit and put my blanket down in front of the ball game. <laughs> nice. So maybe there is an ulterior motive. It's just That's okay. Little. With the Christmas crafts village there, there's no room because there's so many kiosks there after the little archway. <laughs> little archway. I was going to buy me a Christmas ornament, but yeah. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. It was the little archway when you're coming from, like, the downtown Disney parking lot? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was there, but I didn't come from that direction, so... So I never realized register. that said anything. I, I it, it, looked, it looked it looked like the, the school carnival. Yes. Set yeah. up set up no Yeah. Like it's a little beer That's garden a- section of a school carnival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know when you go to when you go to a county fair and they no, have I know little, exactly what they have the little Beer, beer queue, you know. Yep. A little, I'm sorry, I was looking a little for the cakewalk, but I couldn't find like it. We all a bunch of moving cows drinking beer. If we all sat in the same room and you guys could see me, I'm just sitting here shaking my head. <laughs> I can't believe it. This is called Unplugged. unplugged. Yeah. We're, We're very unplugged. You're wired tonight. Any other housekeeping? Oh, oh. Oh, okay. oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we haven't mentioned this, but... Ariel is no longer it, a flathead. Then it wouldn't be housekeeping. Oh, okay. okay. I thought we did. Oh, okay. I thought we did mention that. Well, no, but, they. Well, no, we we always we talked about when she went from you know the Dairy Queen special to, <laughs> to her new flowing locks, which right. just so happened the weave like had a flat back, like she'd been laying there for twenty hours, or had mixed herself up with Aurora, with you know bed hair. Um, but they actually put like a little forest of kelp around her. Oh yes. So it looks like she's swimming in the middle of seaweed as you're approaching her in the clamshell. So you actually can't see the backside of her head anymore. Right. So other than saving us from the shock of her weird hairdo, does the does the um, kelp forest add sure. to the attraction? Do you think? Not at all. Um, no, it, it's it's. Almost a little odd, considering yeah, there, you know, there are patches yeah. of of kelp around. But when you see her straight on, it actually makes a nice framework. Okay. It looks good, but it yeah. isolates. That's her a little out. oversold, but yeah, okay. Oh, that right now I can't remember what my. Oh yes, it gives a little mystery to her, you know, okay. if, if you've never been on the attraction. But just what a sixteen-year-old mermaid needs <laughs> mystery. <laughs> um, well, it's better than a bad weave. That's true. If there's anybody that's handy, I got like a more. We've never talked about it, but it's housekeeping. Um, it's not a referring, but no, it's true. And, and now housekeeping not, hour two. Yeah, I, I love our new definition of housekeeping. I'm in favor of. Hey this. man, I we like talk it. about so much stuff on this show. And this and is the fun part. This is that we I mean, always have to. This have is the round table. Exactly. Big, you're right, and we have a big house. We need to keep it clean. <laughs> um, well, actually, we don't, but we have the right-sized house. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. Anyways. We like to make sure the visitors oh. can come over at any point in time. Yes, okay. <laughs> this is, for the last two weeks, as I've gone to downtown Disney, not for the park. No for the Earl of Sandwich, okay. No, for Earl of Sandwich. Um, for anybody that's coming in, um, the ticket machines have been out of order. What so ticket machines? The ticket, okay, so as you come into the parking lot, you push a button and get a ticket for the downtown oh, disney lot for the downtown disney lot they've been handwriting them 
Oh, I did so, that one time. I know what you're so, talking about. So just yeah. letting people know it's going to slow you down. I'm surprised they haven't been fixed because I thought that that was like, oh, they're just not working today. Wait, we're talking, like two, we're talking they like They give you like months, an extra right? ten minutes sometimes. Yeah, but still, it's just the – they're. I mean, they're physically writing on the thing what time it is and then handing it to you. So if you're in a hurry – just be aware that that could slow you down. So if, like in high school or like in elementary school, when you had handwritten report cards and yes. you were an expert at changing that F into an A. You're right. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Not that yeah. I would suggest that. No. Exactly nice. <laughs> but then that brings up the point, why aren't they fixed already? Yeah. Exactly. That's. I mean, That's, it's been a it, long time. Yeah, maybe they're obsolete models, and they have to wait for. Parts. I know what it is. It's guest demand. <laughs> it's guest demand. Oh wait, that's their their housekeeping. That I when we were at the park, I said I was going to mention. And this is me. I guess I'm in the bad mood, even though I'm laughing about all this stuff. <laughs> I've seen more. There are so many uh, survey people. Oh, somebody was talking I about this speak. on the board. It's too. almost it's it's almost ruining my entrance into the park. You get in I, there and like. And he's like, okay, I got to get – it's like, you know, when you're outside the Target and you're like, oh, I don't want to sign a petition. I'm feeling like <laughs> when I get in, I want to – I'm going to quick go to the left so I don't have them ask me. I completely agree. I did the exact same thing this trip. I, I, I started veering off so I wouldn't make eye contact with the folks <laughs> with the clipboard. You guys, what happened to the courage to just say, you know, no, I'm not interested? Sorry. I don't pay – yes. And, <laughs> They're passive yeah. aggressive, don't you know? <laughs> and I also, but then I also think of I, I thought of you, Wayne, because I remember you said that the idea that maybe that's the reason prices are going up because everybody says it's a great value, it's a great value. So there's a part yeah, of me I, that does want to answer and say it's horrible, it's too expensive. I'm thinking well, about see, renewing my pass. Really, all they're really asking for is your email address so that they can send you the survey that takes 30 minutes to fill out. Mm-hmm. Now, if they offered me a a little like you know a free drink, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways, but I noticed them a lot more, maybe because now they all seem to be wearing the same thing. I always but, volunteer the people I'm with to answer those surveys. Oh, nice. Okay. okay, so I'm not inviting you to do that with me. <laughs> but they no, there just seem to be a lot of them. Yeah. More than I was used to seeing, and I just it, not- it rubs me the wrong way. I know that they have to do it, and their company and which is the right money, way to rub you. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to let you know that. Maybe other people. Well, let's stop going there. Maybe you know what? If you if you look like Ariel and have the teeth, you then they, you're 16. What? Head or snow cone head? Well, I I did not say that. You said that. Um, but yeah, they, it just rubs me the wrong way. I just don't like the. I met. Okay, here's my here's my argument against it. If the whole thing is you're on stage, and it's a show, that breaks it. Because now you're meta. They had what half a dozen in front of yes, California, yeah. California Adventure. Well, it's, it's, before it used to be, you know, once in a while. It's now it's almost every single trip that you go there. There's there's a handful of people yeah. um, getting sing- surveys, yeah, so it's and it's little, not just it's answering. Sometimes they have those clipboards and they answer, but then at Disneyland they have you go into that at California Adventure too. They have you go into the room where you answer the survey, and that takes yeah. time. Also. That that does take a while. They usually yeah. grab you on that when you're exiting yeah. towards the end yeah. of the day. And because we needed it to be longer, could you at least have an iPad 
You have like the oldest tablets I've ever seen. They had the same thing when we were at Disney World and they were doing their reservations. I'm like, come on. Can't you have guessed something a little faster and a little more high tech? Then maybe I'd actually like talk to you. When you've got the like <laughs> pen attached, well, the thing looks like one of those doodle, those doodle my, things. My, looks like my son's leap pad. Thank you. I'm just saying. I'm well, already you don't know, like you Disney has never anyone. been known for its wonderful computer service. No. That's true. Okay, I'm done. Your, okay. Your expectations are too high this week. <laughs> they are. I'm high expectations this week. I want a real village. I want tickets when I get when I park, and I want a a tablet that doesn't require a plastic pen a co- with a person accosting me. And I want a different annual pass with my picture yes. on it every year. Yes, I've been and having our pictures on it. I don't like them without our pictures on them. Agree. I haven't had a picture on it. I haven't had a changed picture on mine since I got married. Well, no, but they used but to I print the picture. Now they don't print the picture. Right. Sad. Yeah. Okay, now we're way off topic. All right, anybody, anybody else? <laughs> have no, we're talking about topics. We're talking about perfectly good annual passes. Yes, we are. Or perfectly lousy annual passes. <laughs> Wayne is sharing. But okay, the, then. but the good news is, knock on wood, we haven't seen the price increase yet. So oh, wait yeah. five so, minutes. It's been yeah. like two months. Yeah. No, everybody's been talking about it, and I'm Possibly, waiting. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. maybe they aren't going to do it then. Because it's already yeah. the holidays, so. Yep. Um, chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget about that. If we had we, a nice chat the last Wednesday. We did. And yeah. actually, uh, shout out to Lynn. She found me in Disneyland on oh. Saturday night and said hello. So, Did you make it hard for her or were you nice? I was nice because I was saving my spot for candlelight, so she had to come to me. <laughs> no, yeah, he said, meet me at the uh, Winter Village. <laughs> yes. And then she had no idea where it was because there was nothing. <laughs> she couldn't find the sign. Um, also, if you want to get a hold of us, send us feedback, anything like that, it's dlpodcast.wdwinfo.com, or you can find that on our show notes page. Hey, um, speaking yeah. of the last chat, you know, Eva was in there. Oh, yeah. I like saying Eva, our friend. Eva. Eva. Uh, name's Julie. Anyway, we love her. She's great. She was our winner of our big trip. And she sent us a nice thank you email, so thank you for that, Julie. We appreciate yep. that. That's really yeah. sweet. Said nice, yeah. Lots of nice things. So. Um, also, something that we have been kind of slacking on, and that is mentioning Give Kids the World and our Power of Ten fundraising effort. Um, you know, the Orlando podcast has lots of things going on with that. And we'd love to hear some of your ideas, too. We'd, we'd love to see somebody putting together some meets out here on the West Coast, and maybe we can help you out promoting that or attending those. So if anybody has any ideas yep. on that, there's a whole subsection of the Diz Unplugged boards that is about Give the Kids a World Meets. Um, you, you've been out there. Have you been out there, Mary Jo? I know you've been out there, Nancy, right? Yeah. No, I've, I've never been out okay. there. Okay. Um, <gasps> But How much for, fun it is. For those who don't know, Give Kids a World is a basically inclusive village of, of that has restaurants, hotel, whatever you, kids need that are have life-threatening illnesses. And they work with Make-A-Wish and similar organizations to cover their trips out to Disney World. And they pay for nothing. 
They right. take them, they transport yeah. them to the parks. They give them, you know, food, volunteers drive around. Um, Ice cream for you know, breakfast. Taking them, if, taking them things if the kids are too sick to come up uh-huh. to the restaurant for meals. Right. Um, they have horseback riding for the kids. The pool is fabulous. Everything is completely accessible. And it's just wonderful. It's a place that'll make you choke up. And even even if you can't make it to the parks, they'll bring the characters there. Yep. Um, and the re- reason it relates to Disneyland is because this is anybody almost in the world that r- requests a that has a wish to go to Disney, some sort of Disney, that's where they send them. Um, so wow. Yeah. I've seen um, I've seen the videos and I believe it was the president that talked to us about um, the benefits of Give Kids the World and my heart just just went out. It's a wonderful wonderful program that gives not only to the to the children but you know these families sometimes the the experience with Give Kids the World is the only experience that they'll have where they can feel like a normal family. Right. Yeah. And when you when you think about that, we take so much for granted. So I, I love your your suggestion, Tom. That our listeners send in suggestions that we can do um, something to raise money for Give Kids the World mm-hmm. because we have the power of ten challenge that we got to. Yep. We've we've that we've started. we we did the we did the Tony did that run for t- the Tinkerbell Marathon, which was awesome. And then I yep, did the yep. teacup challenge, but since then we've kind of dropped it a little bit. So I'd like to pick that up again. I'm going to mention it every every show just to see if we can get more interest. And get those dollars coming in from Disneyland. Awesome. Um, one other housekeeping. I was out there this weekend, and I did a couple interviews, and I'm hoping those go up by the time the show goes up. So look for those. And I was, let's just say I got to talk with the man in a red suit. So just keep, an eye, keep, an eye, keep an eye out for that. And if no other housekeeping, let's go over to Tony with the news. Firefighters recently rescued a Disneyland contract worker as he was injured cleaning the roof of Space Mountain on a recent morning, officials said. The 37-year-old man was taken by ambulance to a hospital because of moderate injuries, said Jeff Lutz, fire marshal of the Anaheim Fire Department. The man suffered a cut on his forehead, a broken left femur, a broken right clavicle, and possibly broken ribs. Moderate. Wow. Okay. Said Greg Siggins, a spokesman with the State Division of Occupational Safety and Health. The fire department responded to a call that a man had slid along the sloped roof of the Space Mountain building. The man, contracted by Disney to clean the roof, was in a harness called a bosun's chair tied with a rope to an anchor point at the top. He apparently slipped when one of the ropes came loose, but he was still in the chair when he slid about 20 feet. He was stopped when he hit a barricade at the bottom of the roof. Lutz estimated that the slant of the roof is about 45 degrees. The urban search and rescue unit used a specialized vehicle with a hinged ladder to rescue the man who was put in a basket and lowered. It took 12 fire officials about 45 minutes for the rescue, Lutz said. The incident occurred before Disneyland had opened at 8 a.m. Space Mountain remained in operation, said Susie Brown, a Disneyland Resort (laughs) spokeswoman. Susie, hi Susie. <laughs> yeah, because she listens. Yeah, exactly. She, um, she I know she's. <laughs> okay, the man whose That's name was not. Than yes. <laughs> the man whose name was not released works for HSG Inc., a wall cleaning and maintenance contractor. 
This is the second recent incident involving a worker injury linked to Space Mountain. On October 3rd, a 68-year-old Disneyland machinist was critically injured when a ride vehicle struck him. And that's the first story. My now they're going to have to put fences around Space Mountain? Or? I know. And I want to know what, what news, what horrible news organization never reported the October 3rd, 68-year-old Disneyland machinist being critically injured? Because I don't remember uh, hearing about it on the podcast. I think we had that on the Diz, though. I think we we put that oh, yeah, up. But, oh, somebody forgot. <laughs> Anyways, um, and continuing with injury news, a woman was taken to a hospital after she flipped her Saturn on the southbound I-5. We do, I know we have a lot of accidents in Southern California. It does relate to Disneyland. It was a slow news week, people. <laughs> the the apparent solo vehicle crash was reported just before 9:10 a.m and blocked the Disneyland Drive off-ramp for more than one hour, according to the California Highway Patrol. The ramp reopened just after 10.30 a.m. Good Samaritans helped the driver out of her white Saturn sedan after she overturned her car on the southbound I-5 freeway. <laughs> this is a slow news week. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, it is. I'm, I did my research, man. I-5 freeway at the Disneyland accidents Drive. never happen in Southern California on the freeway. On Disneyland Drive? Come on. <laughs> okay. Let me say that again. On the southbound I-5 freeway at the Disneyland <laughs> Drive off-ramp in Anaheim. I can picture it right now. Yeah. See, exactly. The woman... Tra- the woman was, that a, was that on the carpool lane or the regular side? <laughs> I know, they're, they're, still, they're still investigating. Okay. The woman traveled across lanes and wound up overturning her vehicle, which landed on its roof, said CHP officer M. Kircher, who was, the, who was on the scene of the crash. Who was at... Excuse me who was at the scene of the crash. She was taken later taken to UCI Medical Center in Orange. Yes. Any true. free Disney tickets or anything like that? No. Not that I'm aware of, no. Oh. Hey, just um, since Tony's mentioning Disneyland Drive quite a few times for this new story, <laughs> have, have, have you guys seen any sign-selling tickets? No. No. Because okay. I haven't either, and I know that you, you guys have traveled I keep my eye out, yeah. So, yeah. so the deterrent is working, I guess. Seems to be. And finally, something Disneyland. <laughs> something that was a little more newsworthy. Okay. Disneyland has announced it will close permanently, beginning. No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> really. My mouth actually dropped. I was like, I didn't read that. <laughs> Just seeing if we're all away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it's only you know early for us. Yeah, that's true. Disney. Disneyland Resort cast member and U.S. Army First Lieutenant Russell Fenton has returned to work after a 10-month deployment in Afghanistan, where he earned the U.S. Armed Forces' fourth-highest honor, the Brown Star Medal. Fenton, who manages construction projects for the Disneyland Resort, as well as the U.S. Army during deployment, received the honor for overseeing one of the largest construction efforts in Afghanistan. He currently serves in the California National Guard one weekend each month. Fenton says he'll never forget the support he received from Disney during his deployments, from care packages from fellow cast members to a job promotion while serving in Afghanistan. He said, just knowing how well Disney takes care of military veterans, even when they are deployed and unable to work as cast members, speaks volumes about this company. Disney really values its people. Now we're so, talking. Now we have real news. And the the red light is out at uh, Harbor and Catella, so... There's the other news oh, is story. It, is it still? 
No, I just made it up. Okay. Trying oh, no, to get a random. No, the, no okay. the other night, the light was out. It wasn't harboring Patella. It was like down by the Target. That whole area was dark on Friday night. And the, the light was dark, and Target was dark, and the hotels on the other side of the street were all... It was like the power was out. It was oh, really well. weird. Freaky. And Sorry. Then, and, and that's kind of the news. I should I should have gave you that for a news story. You should have, and then I would have had a, <laughs> a, a real news story. All right, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo. Um, my rapid fire is over in the uh, Big Thunder Ranch petting zoo area. They've got two new um, animals, two babies, and... They have a little black lamb, and they have a cow. And they had a contest, I guess, what was it, one evening? Um, they had a contest, where the, or in the morning, excuse me, Disneyland visitors were able to um, vote on names for the animals. And they named the sheep Thunder, and they named the cow Clarabelle, which is really cute since it's Disney. But um, the, the cows now in the area where they used to house the turkeys, that the ones that were pardoned by the okay. president. right. And... They have the lamb in with the goats, but since they're still babies, they're not quite used to people. Um, they're letting the lamb approach the people when it's ready instead of having the people surround it and everything. So they're just Kelly can spend hours and hours at that at that place with the new animals, and so they're part of the new Christmas petting zoo over there. So people can look at them, and there's a couple of goats, the newest goats. They have a nine-month-old named Bolt, and they have a – I'm looking because they're saying that – I guess they have a goat with the same name as the sheep, Thunder. Hmm. That is really surprising. Oh, those Maybe Disneyland something happened visitors. and the goat transferred to another facility. <laughs> I don't know. But, I, I, you know, I've been wondering what happened to the turkeys since they took them out, you know, those poor little turkeys, and – they live behind the scenes. They live at the uh, Circle D Ranch. Yep. And one day there'll be Don't, sandwiches at the no, Carnation. Oh, Nancy. Oh. Wow. Finally, I'm off of New Mary Joe's. <laughs> now you're on TV with you. Hey, man, she started it. I had to go there. I'm just dead. one of those things. <laughs> Wayne, rapid fire. So how many rapid fires do I get? <laughs> Three quarters. Since since we had so many housekeepings. housekeepings yeah. I don't think you had very many housekeepings. I think you had, oh, you had two housekeepings. I had two. So um, I wanted to bring up a uh, little known but very interesting little benefit that folks are eligible for over at Knott's Berry Farm. As you all know, with most theme parks, the only way to get in is with an annual pass or with a regular ticket price. But what if you were in the park one day and you really meant to get that special souvenir or you procrastinate a little bit about that special item and you wake up the next morning and, gosh darn it, I wish I had bought that. Well... Knott's has the answer for you, and it's called the Knott's Shopper's Pass. Now, I do not think this is advertised anywhere, but Guest Services knows all about it, and it's still an active program. What you do is you can go park at the Knott's Marketplace parking lot. That gets you three hours of free parking. 
Go over to guest services and tell them that you'd like a shopper's pass. Now, what you have to do is you have to post or pay for the full undiscounted price of a regular adult admission. So that's about 60 bucks right now. You get a special ticket. They mark your hand with a shopper's logo. And they get you into the park for about 45 minutes, I believe, is the time. And with that amount of time, you should be able to go into the park, go anywhere you need to do, to go to, go to the store you need, get whatever you want to, and be back in more than enough time. And then you get a full refund. Any parking less than three hours, and your parking is free, so it's, it's essentially a free trip to get in get what you want very quickly, and get out again with minimal hassle. I actually did this on my last trip down there. It's very easy. It works well. They're so friendly about it, and nobody much knows about it. So what did you ride in your 45 minutes? (laughs) I actually had exactly that. I had an item that I procrastinated on earlier in the week and decided I really wanted to get it before I uh, went home and so I went and I parked in the marketplace, I went and got my shopper's pass, I went into the park I got my item I took a couple of pictures, I got back out in plenty of time and had just enough time to spend a whole lot of money in the marketplace before I went home (laughs) Disneyland used to do this but they don't anymore. So we, the, you see threads about it on the boards every every couple months asking if you still uh, do that. But. You don't don't find this on their website. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any published information about it anywhere. But if you ask about it at Guest Services, they know all about it. It's all set up in their computers. They know exactly what to nice. do. It's 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 definitely an active program, and it's really good. It's a nice little perk. Excellent. Uh, Nancy Johnson. Well, I got a couple things. Um, the first, I'd Wait, like did you to have say, any housekeepings? Yeah, I have one. Oh, dang it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if you are in Disneyland early for, you know, the winter holidays, or if you're going down any time this year and you have some time left over, you know, we're all about the going other places and seeing other things and adding on. Well, if you go to your local Wendy's right now, um, they have a coupon, and it's adults at kids price and or kids at half price to wow. Legoland, California, and your choice of either Legoland Water Park, not in this weather, or Sea Life <laughs> Carlsbad Aquarium. So that's nice. They they're giving you an you know an off season option. Um, so basically, the coupon you get and you know gives you um, half day um, half off any one day hopper and your choice of the the tickets for up to six people. And uh, they must be used within the same day of purchase. Um, or Legoland in the aquarium within nine days of purchase. And, um, gosh, and it includes all the cool stuff you can get, you know, when they have, you know, additional celebrations and stuff down there. So, anyway, expires on 1224-12, um, and 
the discount ID when you go to Legoland.com slash Wendy's is one two one two five. So we don't even need to. Yeah, okay. We don't even. So you don't even actually need the the coupon if you're going to buy them online. So I thought that was kind of cool, and that's actually been going on for a little while, but I keep forgetting to bring it along for for rapid fire. Okay, cool. And I think I have one more thing, but now I don't remember, so never mind. Okay, next. (laughs) (laughs) My my turn. Okay, I think it was last show, maybe the show before, we were talking about tickets, and I think my words were, Disneyland doesn't discount their tickets anymore, so I lied. A couple, a few days ago, Disneyland released a new ticket offer, online only, for the three, four, and five-day hopper tickets. These tickets are good January 7th, 2013, through March 11th, 2013, and they are $30 off the online, the regular online or main entrance price. And those tickets must be purchased online only on the Disneyland website, purchased before February 27th. So if that matches up to your dates and you're one of three or four day, three, four or five day hopper, that is an especially good value. Just don't get in line in front of Tom or I. No, yes, no. If you see us in line, move to another. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because they whine very loudly. We do. All right, Tony, rapid fire. Last show, we talked a little bit about um, discounts for knots, and there's some more um, aggressive uh, pricing, to use uh, Wayne's term. The two for at Knott's Berry Farm, there's 2013 season passes can be purchased for $66.99 or six payments of $11.16 from now until January 13th, 2013. Guests who purchase a pass before the end of the year will receive one free visit during the 2012 season. So between now and the end of the year, you get one free visit included for purchasing that pass with each additional visit for $9.99 through the end of the year. Mm. So you buy the pass now for next year. You get to go in one day for free. And then if you want to go any other days between now and the end of the year, it's only $10. Um, An early purchase will also allow pass holders the opportunity to ring in the 2013 New Year at knots. So that's what you get if you buy your pass early. Ooh, that's excellent. nice. They're starting to make me think of actually getting one, which is I've never yeah. would have said that ever before. Tempting, tempting. All right, that will do it for rapid fire time for the disboards.com thread of the week. Mary Jo? This week's thread of the week comes from one of our districts named Michelle. Um, she Hi, Michelle. How you doing? Yay, Michelle. Uh, her name, she goes by Meech Loves Mickey on the Diz, and she wrote a she wrote a, an unusual thread saying, "Oops, I forgot about Disneyland Park." <laughs> so it's it's right writes, there. I mean, yeah, it's right there, and uh, this is the Diz. And she puts, uh, "So I have been so busy trying to plan my Radiator Springs Racer strategy for Disney's California Adventure that I completely forgot that there's a whole other park to see." <laughs> And then she puts a little blushy face. What are the rides that are must-see first thing in the morning? As a Walt Disney World vet, we don't necessarily need to ride Dumbo, Tea Party, or Winnie the Pooh. I know that Nemo, Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, and Pirates of the Caribbean are must-see for us. But what is the one thing we need to get to early in the morning to make sure we're able to ride? And I, I thought this was funny because 
you know, it was 11 years ago when they built California Adventure, they were practically begging people to go to that park. Right. And now with the with the success of Cars Land and, and Buena Vista Street and the things that they've added to the park, there's actually people who are planning so much for that that they forgot about the original Magic Kingdom. It's amazing. Too funny. Mm-hmm. Did she get some good suggestions on that? Uh, she she got a lot of good, of course, but this is the Disney Forum. I'm sorry, about, what I'm thinking. <clears throat> Excuse me, Disneyland Forum. She got a lot of nice suggestions of, you know, everybody's always so helpful on, on uh-huh. the forum. And so, you know, they, they um, cleared up some of the acronyms for her. And there's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one thing about the Diz, we, we live by acronyms. by uh, acronyms. But, you know, for instance, Huff puts, my must-dos are worst lines run out of fast passes quickly or Space Mountain. Far and then and then as usual the the Dizzers have always put little uh, notes comparing the two parks to kind of give a good idea uh-huh. of what to expect. So you know he's saying go to Space Mountain, Indiana Jones, those fast pass go, run out quickly. Um, then you could try Splash Mountain, Matterhorn, Nemo, Star Tours, and then the short lines, Winnie the Pooh, Mark Twain, and Columbia ships, Pirates. Again, um, in his opinion, far better than Walt Disney World. Um, <laughs> and then um, he's again they say since the two parks are right next to each other get hopper passes this allows you to maximize your day such as seeing phantasmic or fireworks on the same day that you spend in California Adventure and, and there's other people who are subscribing to the thread just because they want to see the, the tips that the Dizzers are giving and so go, go, go to the thread and read them there's a lot of <laughs> there's a, a lot of good uh Messages, but I have to read Ferbendez. Ferbendez is um, an interesting poster on the Diz, and he goes, or she, sorry. Here's how Nemo goes: <laughs> crawl slowly down into a claustrophobic ride vehicle, <laughs> wait for the whole sub to load, door closes and traps you in there for 15 minutes, <laughs> while sitting on an extremely narrow plank of a seat. Bend over at the waist and gaze through a smart porthole for 15 minutes. <laughs> if you're fat or have a bad back, too bad for you. Enjoy your pain and anguish. Watch a video of Nemo swim around while other characters screams, Nemo, 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 Nemo. And, and he just writes Nemo a whole bunch of times, every 2.3 seconds. Endure the screams and continuing whippery from smaller children once you get to the ang- angelfish scene. Ride mercifully ends. Wait for the people who come into the sub after you to slowly get out of the sub. Escape the sub and vow never to do it again. Um, bonus for fat people, those with bad backs, pain for the rest of the day. Um, like I said, is the, that's an uh, interesting dizzer that we have that, that has these type of So she, she doesn't recommend it, huh? I, yeah, I think she doesn't like it. But, um, you know, I've been on that attraction, and I like... I, Nancy likes an alternate. She can explain that one. But personally, I like going and down into the submarine and getting that feel of being underwater and and having the captain um, talk to you. I just like it. So. Well, going back to our original question, I know a lot. Like you said, a lot of people are planning how the heck they're going to get their Radio Springs Racers Fast Pass, and there's not. I don't think there's. Anything at Disneyland you have to do that for that early in the morning. I mean, to, to, you know, okay, I'll tell you. I went on with my nephews, and well, 
Yeah. I went with my nephews, and then I, I took a friend's son there to, to Disneyland and um, California Adventure. We rode the single rider line in the middle of the day, and one time our wait was 15 minutes, and one time our wait was 40 minutes. At Racers? At, huh? At Racers? Yes. We went by there on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. The single rider line was basically at the sign. It was backed up all the way back to the beginning of the line. Mm-hmm. So we, we avoided it. So then the next day on Thanksgiving, um, park was supposed to open at 8, but the turnstiles didn't open till like 8.15, which was really weird. I went yeah. directly to the line for racers. The line was all the way back to past the entrance of the animation building. And so I waited like 45 minutes to get my fast pass for racers, and our time was uh, 2.20 to 3.20 in the afternoon. This and how long did you wait in the fast pass line? Eight, uh, 45 yeah. minutes. Oh. So, wow. So Just for the fast pass line. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, oh. Oh, no, no, when we went back, no, it was like, it was fast when we went back. I'm sorry, I waited to get the fast pass 45 minutes, but when we, in, at, in the afternoon when we went to use them, it was, it was, you know, 15 minutes or something. Oh, okay. okay. So here's, sorry. So, so that's an hour wait. I mean, the time that you took for you to wait for the fast passes, mm-hmm. yeah. and then. Well, but while I was doing that, Christy and Wes were over at Bugsland riding every single ride there. <laughs> okay, so, but here I was with my nephews who are 12 and 10. Oh, yeah, no. They couldn't, you know, if it was, because they're not familiar with the park, there's no way that I was going to have them right. go off by themselves. Yeah. They just, they wouldn't have been comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So in our case, in order to get on the attraction, even though we wouldn't be riding together necessarily, mm-hmm. right. for us, the fast path, excuse me, the single rider line worked. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I think if families want to ride together and they can do it, then the, what you get, what you did was great getting the fast pass in the morning and but you know sometimes people only have one or two days and they just don't have the time to to um to work some of these strategies yeah. where they some you know one person does wait so but it's one, it's, it, one it is, thing it's, i would add go ahead Wayne. one thing i would add to that and i did see an example of this because i go i go in this single writer line because i am a single and I am seeing lots of families try and go in the single rider line, and I don't think they really believe that they're going to get split up by the time they get to their car. And word to the wise folks, they are splitting people up. In fact, I saw a cuss member strongly encourage mother and two preschool kids not to be in the single rider line because they were going to split the kids up and mom would not be with the kids at that point. You would think that you would have to be seven years old to do single yeah. rider line. I okay. agree with that. Apparently, at least that wasn't happening on the day that I went. And I would say even for I mean, for those families who don't go off into the parks, I wouldn't split up my seven-year-old or a young child to go in the single rider line. I would tough it out and go in the in the um, standby, the regular standby line, uh-huh. or wait until another time when the lines just aren't as long as they are right now because it's still such a you know 
it's going to be a popular ride like yeah. this for another yeah. couple of seasons at least. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week, and we'll be back again with you in two weeks. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical than it's shared. Thanks for listening.